Now let's get ready for tonight's game. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Jerry Vredenberg Gymnasium. Just before tip-off tonight as your gals and Green Wave are set to take on the visiting Portland Panthers. Joined, of course, by Austin Miller. I am Zach Womble, your play-by-play game guy tonight. We are super excited for what is the fourth basketball game of this early season. Of course, the Green Wave picked up two huge wins on Saturday in their Classic after dropping their opener to Siegel on the road. We talked to Coach, uh, Bobby Luna before tonight's game. He gave a little insight into what he saw from that loss at Siegel and what he saw from the two wins on Saturday. So you're going to hear from him here shortly. We have got a minute and 30 until the end of the Lady Waves contest where they lead Portland 47-35. And with that, we'll bring in Austin Miller. Austin, it's been a few days since I've seen you. Uh, but you're obviously here at the school uh, more often than I am as kind of the do-it-all man, trainer, uh, baseball coach, uh, play-by-play guy. Um, so what's what's mood been been like for this basketball team uh, today in the hallways and maybe during school? Yeah, well, first off, Zach, good to see you. Like you said, it's been a couple of days. Happy to be back at it and finally have a home broadcast. Yeah. Um, but, but, but definitely after a, a two-win two Saturday, the morale is, has been good. Uh, we were all hanging out in the training room uh, today and talked to a couple of the guys about this Saturday, and, and they felt good. They got the, the first game jitters out of the way and, and finally felt comfortable in the offense that they were running. And, and, and you know, like Coach Luna told us preseason, there's some new guys in the lineup this year, so the chemistry with these guys are is still going to be a progressive thing throughout the season. And even though we're three games in, they've already made – Good strides from from Siegel last Thursday to two big wins uh, over two good opponents on Saturday, and I'm anxious and excited to see how we do uh, against a in-county uh, Portland team here. They they've got a lot of purple in the stand, so yeah, I feel like it's gonna it's gonna get pretty loud tonight. It will. They they definitely made the trick down the ridge, not too far, maybe 20 minutes right up the road. Yeah, the, you mentioned this is a Sumner County rivalry. This used to be an old district rivalry, so. These two teams go back a long, long ways. These players go back a long ways. They played together uh, through the various uh, AAU programs and, and camps of that nature. So they know each other, and you're right. You, we usually get a really good, uh, raucous game at any time. Uh, two Sumner County schools come together, especially one like uh, Portland when they come to Gallatin. So as the Lady Wave, they're about 12 minutes, 15 to go. They, they have this one, what seems to be in hand. I know it was tight early. Uh, but here in the second half, Gallatin has done a much better job getting what they want, getting at the basket, and you can see that with the 14-point lead with a minute left. Yeah, absolutely. And the Siegel game was a big test for the Lady Wave, and as you and I saw, they made a, a second-half push and forced it into overtime, and Asia Sawyer's fouled out, which which hurt. And, and this Saturday, they went they went one and one, uh, beating a Northwest team out of Clarksville and and losing to a Westmoreland team, another in-county team, but. They have definitely fixed what they needed to fix, and uh, they've put on a show tonight. Once again, Asia Sawyers as the leading scorer. Uh, mentioned last week the Kentucky Wesleyan commit has has proven to show why she is going to go play at the next level. Um, she is she is definitely something special to watch. But watching these girls, I feel like this year is going to get better and better as as they, they lost their best player. So next man up, next woman up mentality, and you're, you're seeing that tonight as as we've played an eight-lady deep lineup tonight. So definitely fun to watch Coach Parker um, get these girls right and, and get a nice in-county win tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And 
They leave 49-35 coming out of this timeout break. You know what? I, you know what I'm proud of for the Galton student section. You know, sometimes you come into uh, basketball games and, and maybe the girls' game isn't as well attended as the boys' game, but I give them credit. They've been here. You know, the entire game, maybe it's because they didn't have school today. So they just kind of, you know, they, they, they were able to sleep in a little bit, maybe play a little OG Fortnite uh, before rolling in. But credit to the student section for showing up and giving these ladies a uh, a good student section to play in front of. Well, for, the, for those that are already listening to us on the air and they're anxious to know how deep the student section is, they're about 10 rows deep and they're all wearing pajamas. Yeah. Uh, if, if y'all are wondering, Zach and I are definitely not in pajamas, but <laughs> that is the theme, I guess. Knowing these high schoolers, they probably slept till 1 or 2 o'clock this afternoon oh, yeah. anyway, being out of school. But pajama night is the theme, and we've got some Bucky's pants, <laughs> some Tennessee Vols, some, some Christmas pants. But they came out big tonight, especially being out of school. Uh, definitely proud of, of the student body this year at football games and, and volleyball games, and now it's showing up at basketball games. Super proud of, of this student body. Absolutely, he should be as – Clock now under 30 seconds before this one goes final. We'll have about 10, 15 minutes for the boys to warm up. Uh, and during that time frame, we'll hear from Bobby Luna ahead of tonight's matchup. Of course, the big news for everybody is when is he going to get number 500? When is when is uh, at, at Gallatin High School? Let me preface that at Gallatin High School, uh, just just three away now uh, after Saturday's two victories. At, now sitting at 497 at Gallatin High School. Looking at the schedule. Probably going to come on the road. I mean, we've got tonight's game here at Portland as the final goes here as Lady Wave win 49-35 over Portland. We've got, obviously, tonight's home game, but then we're on the road for like three or four straight. It feels like number 500 is going to come on the road, but luckily for everyone listening in, you can hear it right here on the WHI Radio Network. So we will be super excited to bring that one to you whenever that does come. And we did get some audio uh, some clips, some talkings from Bobby Luna uh, before Seagulls game, talking about just the milestones that he's that he's accomplished or will accomplish. Excuse me, uh, kind of being a, being a, a great ambassador for this school. So, uh, whenever the time's right, we will play that for you. Um, but nevertheless, two two big wins to get him three away from 500 here at Gallatin, and then of course um, that leaves him 13 until 600 overall as. The Portland boys now make their way onto the floor. Clock's got about 15 minutes until this one tips off. Now the Green Wave now make their way onto the far end of the front court as we get our layup lines started. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're here, we will hear from Gallatin head coach Bobby Luna ahead of tonight's game. You listen to the Green Wave Network on WHIRadio.com.
Welcome back here to Gallatin High School, Jerry Vradenberg Gymnasium, Bobby Luna Court. Coach Luna tells us that's a funny story how it ended up Bobby Luna Court. You, of course, can hear that story right here on the WHIN Radio Network where we are the home of Gallatin High School Green Wave Athletics as we are about 13 minutes away from tip-off here between Portland and Gallatin High School. My analyst, Austin Miller, has made his way to find a Portland roster, and when he does so, we'll be sure to get that over to you as quickly as we can. I mentioned in the pregame that you would hear from Gallatin head coach Bobby Luna prior to tonight's game. We obviously did not broadcast the Green Wave Classic on Saturday where they picked up two wins, so I was able to catch up with Coach Bobby Luna, uh, just kind of how he felt after the loss at Siegel, how he felt his team bounced back after two big wins on Saturday, then, of course, how he's feeling heading into tonight's big, big, big game against Portland High School, a Sumner County rivalry right here on the WHI and Radio Network. Uh, two wins on Saturday. Uh, so, you know, bounce back from Siegel. There was a lot of good things it felt like uh, watching you guys. You know, you trimmed a, a big deficit down. Yeah. I know a lot of new guys and in, in, in key places that maybe hadn't yeah. weren't, you know, used to those big minutes. Uh, but you bounce back, get two on Saturday. Where are you feeling with this team three games in? Well, I just feel like we're making progress. Uh, like you said, you know, there, there were some bright spots at Siegel. We didn't shoot the ball very well defensively. Uh, we were a little out of sorts uh, for the most part. Uh, made progress, got a day of practice in on Friday, played two games on Saturday, made some uh, made some improvements in both of those games. Still got a lot of improvements to go, but uh, good day of practice yesterday. Uh, short, but good, and, uh, you know, get to go back and play again today against a good Portland team, a very senior-oriented team that's had great success the last two years uh, with a really good player in Chase Runyon, uh, some other good players. So uh, it'll, be another, it'll be another test for us. It'll be a good win if we can get it. Uh, uh, looking for our team to continue to make progress on both ends, offensively and defensively, and looking to still learn some things about our players and continue to improve our rotation. Uh, this is an old rivalry. It's a Sumner County rivalry. What are you expecting from tonight? Well, I think that, uh, you know, I think both teams are going to play really hard. Uh, you know, this uh, this means something to both teams, both communities. Uh, I know that uh, our, our kids are looking forward to it because, uh, you know, they've got a good basketball team. Uh, I know their kids are looking forward to it because they're playing on the road against a Summer County team. So uh, uh, I expect it to, to be nip and tuck most of the way and look forward uh, to seeing good basketball out of both teams. Thank you, Coach. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. That was Gallatin head coach Bobby Luna ahead of tonight's big matchup against the Portland Panthers. Going over a little bit of administration uh, names here. Head coach, obviously, Bobby Luna going into his 29th season at Gallatin. Assistant coaches, Chris Goode, JoJo Smith, and Zach Blindauer. Managers, Micaiah Haskins and Kylie Whitaker. Trainer, Trevor Cummins. Clockman, Bill Davis. Bookkeeper, Rob Hozier. PA addresser, Mr. Tim Miner. Principal, Dr. Ron Becker. Assistant principals, Johnny Anderson, Julia Coots, Jason French, Crystal Miller, and athletic directors, Jason French and Philip Sanders. Thank you so much for your hospitality here at Gallatin High School as we are about 10 minutes away from tip-off here at Jerry Vradenberg Gymnasium right here on Bobby Luna Court. As Austin Miller is getting our Portland roster together, appreciate him going down and grabbing that for us. Austin, I know you're writing down there, so I'm going to see if maybe you can if you can multitask. What are you looking for tonight? And looking, what are you looking for tonight from Gallatin in tonight's game? You know, with what we saw at Siegel, and we weren't able to be here this Saturday, yeah, to really see what happened. But based on the Siegel performance, I would like to see us uh, 
as you call it in football, but I'd like to see us be a little bit better down in the paint in the trenches. I'd like to see our big guys eat. I'd like to see us get some get some butts on some guts and, and box out and, and get some boards. Um, not only that, getting boards down low, but I'd like to see us follow our shots a little bit better and maybe run our offense a little bit more and, and have a little bit more composure. We worked on that a lot in the second half, and it, and it really worked. And 20, down 20 and cutting it to four, I believe once they slowed down and, and played our game, we ended up – we could have won that game if we'd have played like that the whole first half. So just, just keeping the composure and keeping the nerves out of the game and, and doing what you're taught by just playing the game of basketball as, as Coach Luna has taught you to play so well. Well said, Austin. And, you know, if you look at their two wins over Clarksville Northwest, 55-48, over Summit, 69-58, Kind of tell of two different games is what it looks like from the box score. When you put up 69 points, obviously you've got to click in offensively, especially in a 32-minute high school basketball game. But then on the flip side of that, you score 55, you limit your opponent to 48. I like to think you play pretty good defense in that one. So, you know, outside of a first half where at Siegel it felt like guys were really getting their first true varsity minutes. And, and you know, you can be prepared in practice and, you know, you can play high-quality minutes through JV uh, coming up. But those first varsity minutes, no matter when they come, you know, obviously you want to get them the earlier the better. But those first varsity minutes are always tough. And there's always a, a learning curve uh, that you have to go through. And I think that you saw that, especially in the first half. And then I think in the third quarter, it was more of, hey, guys, we're down by 20 plus. We're not playing great. Let's just go out there and just and just have fun with it and see what happens and kind of play our game. And I think in the third quarter, that's what you saw from this Gallatin team. They were a lot more loose. They were a lot more free. And I think their play reflected that. They were able to cut it to within four. And, yes, I know they ultimately lost. Siegel had a really great player. Uh, Carter Webb, I believe was his name, kind of took over that fourth quarter. He was a junior. You could tell he was experienced. And so just a great, great learning uh, moment for this Gallatin team. I believe they applied that to their games on Saturday, and I think they'll apply that moving forward. And honestly, Austin, I'm excited to see this team grow. You mentioned that you wanted to see them kind of improve in the low block area, improve in the post. This team has got some size, and I think they can do that. I think they will do that. And honestly, I think it starts tonight, Austin. Yeah, I do, I do as well. And, and for the people listening, when we were at Siegel, I mentioned it a few times. I believe we were on the court. Literally, yep. we were on the court. So we're a little bit higher up here yep. at our home gymnasium. And it, it doesn't seem as Portland is as big, and I don't think they match up with us well with our bigs, uh, with having Maxwell Moore and, and R.J. Crenshaw and Logan Hessen all over 6'1", 6'2". And, and I'll be honest, I may see one guy over 6'2 for Portland. So I feel like if we can execute down low and, and get things going down low, that's going to open up the game more for, for perimeter shots and, and just running our offense and, and running it freely and, and making good quality passes and, and limit the turnovers. And, and I feel like we'll be just fine if, if we accomplish all those. Obviously, every coach wants mistake-free basketball, but if we can play mistake-free or, or limit the mistakes from the mistakes we had at Siegel, I feel like we'll be, we'll be just fine tonight. The first name you see that pops off for Portland, if you're Gallatin, you're trying to defend them. Chase Runyon, he's a senior. He is a multi-sport athlete for Portland, basketball, baseball. Um, 
Don't think he plays football. Maybe he does. Uh, but regardless, a really good athlete for this Portland team. Kind of does it all. He'll shoot it. He'll drive it. He'll be there for us tonight. He'll be there, uh, the guy that everything kind of runs through. And if you can slow him down, you can slow this Portland team down. And if you look at their roster, not very deep, not very big, Austin. Only counting maybe six, seven, eight players on their entire roster. Uh, Gallatin obviously has way more than that. So the size numbers-wise numbers alone, Gallatin is much bigger than Portland. Then you throw in the height, you throw in the weight, and they are really throwing their weight around. So Green Wave have a chance to flood this place as this game gets closer to tip off under five minutes to go. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Gallatin Hoops on WHINradio.com. We are back here at Gallatin High School. Just under two minutes until tip-off here. Austin, I'm a little out of breath. I'm going to let you take over this this last minute 30 before tip-off here. As I just ran across the 
from one side of the school to the other. Yeah, man, these uh, those uh, the hallways are long here. <laughs> they at are in high school, so they are. if you need to get anything done, you've <laughs> in a timely manner. You've got to run, but but like you said, taking over here, we've minute and fifteen till we till we get the tip off here as as Coach Luna corrals his team one last time before they announce the starting lineups here at Jerry Vradenberg Gymnasium. Bobby Luna Court, as we mentioned last week, it's scribbled on the court, but man, it looks good. It does. This is our first call of the of the, of the season here. You may hear some chanting. Yeah. Uh, we got some Portland students, surprisingly, that are starting their student section in the upper deck. Uh, I've, I've yet to see that in my five years here at Galveston, but <laughs> You know what? Whatever, whatever suits them. So we're going to get things done here, and and hopefully, hopefully the Green Wave can get it done tonight. And looking forward to to this in county rivalry as as these guys are on Thanksgiving break, and I, I hope they relax today and hydrated over the weekend and didn't do too much. This is their last game for for about five days. So yep, take this one in. Enjoy the holidays. Don't eat too much turkey and. Well, we got some basketball games to win, so excited for this one. I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll reference the SEC and say it just means more when you get in when you get a county when you get a county school coming in like Portland. So they they wanted to bring in their student section because it just means more. And speaking of meaning more, shout out to the Tennessee Volunteers. Won't get into a big win today over Syracuse in the Maui Invitational. Handing Syracuse the first loss in Hawaii, but I digress as. Portland now being introduced. What are you going to say, Austin? We're a basketball school. <laughs> As Portland now being introduced to the crowd, starter Skyler Hicks, Chase Runyon, Will Hester, Braden Thornton, and the last guy I believe that is Mr. JoJo Lyles for the Panthers. And now your Gallatin Green Wave. I'll let Mr. Tim Miner bring it to you. your starting lineup here at Gallatin High School courtesy of Mr. Tim Miner tip off just minutes away here at Jerry Vradyberg Gymnasium as the Green Wave look to improve to 3-1 and one on the young season their third win in a row could be just minutes away Greenway getting their final marching orders. 
from head coach Bobby Luna. R.J. Crenshaw going to jump it up against Chase Runyon for the Panthers. Well, Zach, to all our fans, wherever they're listening to, it's basketball time in Gallatin. Green Wave win the tip. Back to DeCosta Ricks. He throws up the fist, and we are underway. Ricks into the front court, gets it over to Reed. Reed works middle, gets it back to Hessen, who gives it over to Ricks. Ricks fakes middle, goes left, pulls up. Jumper no good. Rebound still alive, pulled down by the Panthers. Chase Runyon going to bring it into the front court for Portland. Gets it over to JoJo Lyles. Lyles dribbles top of the key. Sets the, sets the offense in motion. Picks the screen up at the top of the key. Pulls up. Jumper no good. Rebound down to Gallatin in the hands of DeCosta Ricks. Ricks wants to push quickly up to Reed. Reed into the front court. Back over to Ricks. Ricks to Moore. Moore to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Reed. Passing along the perimeter. Back into the hands of Ricks. Ricks looks. Looks. Gets it over to Reed. Reed trying to get it down low. He can't get it there. Puts it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Moore. Moore back to Ricks in the corner. Ricks going to have to give it back up to Reed. Just working their offense along the perimeter. Logan Hessen, ball fake, drives, kicks it out over to Ricks. Ricks got to get it over to Reed. Reed called for the double dribble. A lot of passing on that possession right there as we're trying to get our offense going. Logan Hessen looked like he had a mismatch down low, but the defender was guarding really well. Portland's JoJo Lyle is going to bring it into the front court for the Panthers. They're going to get it over to Runyon. Lyle's going to hit the back cut. Going up strong, no good, gets his own rebound. Up for two. Portland cracks this 0-0 tie. They, they lead 2-0 early as DeCosta Ricks now gets it into the front court. Maxwell into the corner, gets it down to Hessen. Back to Maxwell on the cut. Maxwell goes up strong. He's called for the offensive foul. I don't know about that one. From up here, it looked like the defender wasn't set from our angle, but... Hessen caught it on the low post, gave it back to Moore, who cut for Ark. Went up strong, but was called for the offensive foul. Portland will now retain possession, moving it into the front court in the hands of JoJo Lyles. Lyles directs his offense. Gives it to Runyon. Runyon gives it over to Hester. Hester gives it back to, to Runyon, who fires for the three. No good. Rebound. Gallatin. Maxwell Moore comes out of there with it. He gives it over to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks wants to push. He gets to the paint. He goes up strong. Knocked away. No good. Back out to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw looks for the three, fakes it, pulls it down, gets it over to Reed. But a foul called on the floor on the Panthers. Good ball movement right there before the foul was called. We had an, an open shot in the corner for three, but the, the referee called a foul on the floor. Galton gets the inbounds up to Moore near Art. Gives it over to Reed in the corner. Reed gives it back to Ricks. Ricks over to Moore. Moore to Crenshaw. Far Art. Crenshaw goes baseline. Has to kick it back out to Moore. Moore surveys. Gets it back up to Ricks. Top of the key. 534 and counting. Ricks over to Reed. Give it to him. Reed looking at Hessen down low. Hessen going to back him down. Kicks it back out of Maxwell Moore for three. No good. Rebound. It's still alive. It's going to be Portland ball. Thought R.J. Crenshaw was going to come down with that, come down with that one. But it goes out of bounds. Galton still looking for the first first bucket. Yeah, but like I mentioned in pregame, crashing the boards a little bit better so far is, is definitely happening. JoJo Lyle is going to bring it into the front court for the Panthers. Going to pick up a screen from Chase Runyon. Runyon has the ball knocked away, but picks it back up. He gives it to a cutting man. His man cutting toward the basket. Will Hester is fouled. 
Got a little too handsy in the paint there. Not sure if it's on the floor. They're going to call it on the floor. Hester wants the two free throws, but they're not going to give it to him. Going to give it to Portland on the floor near basket. Lyles looking for a teammate. Gets it over to Hicks. Hicks back to Lyles. Lyles over to Hester. Hester dribbling. Back to his teammate cutting toward the basket. Layup good. Braden Thornton. Thornton beat his man, and the Panthers lead 4 nothing as DeCosta Ricks brings it into the front court. Ricks over to Moore. Moore to Reed along the perimeter. Ball knocked away from Maxwell Moore. Portland di diving walk. on the floor, going after it, but they're called for the walk. Braden Thornton doing a really good job there. Active hands poking that one away, diving on the floor, but he's called for the travel, and the Green Wave will retain possession. DeCosta Ricks. Gets the inbound from Isaiah Barr. Rick's going to bring it into the front court. Ricks gets it over to Logan Hessen. Finds himself on the perimeter. Over to Crenshaw. Back to Ricks. Over to Barr. Top of the key. Barr fakes. Back to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Reed. Far arc. Reed works his way back middle. Reed. Along the perimeter. Gives it over to Ricks. Ricks down low to Hessen. Hessen one dribble. Back out to Reed. R.J. Crenshaw corner three is good. R.J. Crenshaw connects in the green wave. Tap in. 4-3. 4.05 left to go in this first quarter. JoJo Laws into the front court. Over to Braden Thornton. Thornton, the cutting man, is wide open. Will Hester, backdoor cut. And the Panthers silence. That was a nice green cut. Wave. That was a nice cut by number 12 on that backdoor cut for an easy layup. Acosta Ricks works into the front court. Going to pick up a – nope, not going to use the screen. Going to attack toward the basket. He loses it. Picked up by Chase Runyon. Runyon on the break, attacking the basket. Layup good. Chase Runyon has the Panthers up 8-3. to three. The Early timeout from head coach Bobby Luna with 3.36 left to go in this first quarter. What are you seeing, Austin? I, I'm seeing what we saw at Seagull, Zach. It's, it's a slow start. It's, it's like we have a – a glass over the rim. Yep. It, nothing, nothing's going in. This is the same situation that happened at Siegel. We had a tough time scoring early. Our defense uh, is better, uh, but our backdoor the, their backdoor cuts have, have made us alive so far as I believe they've scored on eight points and they've got six layups. So defense is there. Offense, we just got to find the hole, find the bottom. R.J. Crenshaw. The only one that has found the bottom of the net so far, just nailing a corner three before the Portland answered with a backdoor layup of their own. Gallatin now going to inbound it. R.J. Crenshaw going to walk it up into the front court. Hip-high dribble, gets it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr feeds it over to Reed. Reed, top of the key, wants to go right, does, gives it over to Ricks. Ricks, back to Barr. Barr between the circles. Gives it back over to Ricks. Ricks for three. No good. Rebound alive. They're fighting for it. Barr's got it. He goes up strong. He doesn't get it, but the foul. Isaiah Barr with the offensive rebound going back up, forcing the foul shot there. That's a good job by Isaiah Barr being the, one of the smallest kids on the yep. court right there, fighting and getting the offensive rebound and going up and, and, and getting the foul for, for three shots right here. R.J. Crenshaw, credit to keeping that ball alive is – Isaiah Barr's first free throw is up and good. That shot by Ricks hit front rim, but R.J. Crenshaw crashed the boards, kept it alive. And you're right, it ended up right in the hands of Isaiah Barr, who went up strong with it, now trying to connect on his second free throw. Up and rolls around in. Good. 
Gallatin now 8-5, trailing with 3.11 left to go in this first quarter. Portland now into the front court. Working their offense. Get it over to the corner. Over to Chase Runyon for three. Good. Chase Runyon connects from deep. And the Panthers lead 11-5 early. DeCosta Ricks into the front court. Near arc over to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw to bar. Bar up to Tra Traverius Reed who kicks it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks. Ricks takes the Crenshaw screen. Gets it over to Barr. Far wing. Barr. Out of bounds. Turnover there. Isaiah Barr tried to get it over to Traverius Reed in the corner. Went off of Reed's foot, and that's a turnover for the Green Wave. JoJo Lyles working the ball into the front court for the Panthers. He gets it top of the key. Gets it over to Chase Runyon in the corner. Runyon, one of the three. Kicked it back over to his teammates. Trying to get it again. Knocked away there. Nice hands, RJ Crenshaw. Chase Runyon, if he gets that, probably has open look for three. Nice active hands there from double zero. Runyon going to inbound it for the Panthers. Gets it in. Good nice hands. active hands there by DaCosta Ricks as Ricks forces the steal, then gets the foul on the loose ball play. Great active hands there from Gallatin. Yeah. Two possessions in a row, active hands and causing a deflection. Uh, this one resulted in a turnover. Favored our way. Evan Brown coming in for the Panthers. Out is Will Hester. Gallatin going to inbound it to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks going to work near arc between the circles. Back to the top of the key. Ricks gets the ball over to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Reed. Reed pulls out, gets over to Barr for three. No good. Rebound, Chase Runyon. Run off the front rim there for Barr as the Panthers push it into the front court, get it over to the corner, drives baseline, open corner three, got it. Evan Brown connects, and the Panthers are on fire in this first quarter, leading 14-5. to Costa Ricks into the front court, gets it over to Barr. Barr looking down low, has to give it back over to Ricks. Ricks to Crenshaw in the corner, gets it down low to Watkins. Watkins gets it out to Barr corner. Barr thought about a three, has to pull it back out. Traverius Reed, near arc, gets it back over to Barr, top of the key. Barr to Crenshaw. Crenshaw back to Reed with the open three. No good, in and out, rebound Panthers. Chase Runyon pulls it down, gets it back over to JoJo Lyles. Lyles wants to push, gets to the painted area, puts it up. No good, his own rebound, swatted away. Get that out of here, R.J. Crenshaw said. JoJo Lyles got his offensive rebound, but R.J. Crenshaw was there to swat it away. Panthers now will inbound it. Lyles from under his own basket. Looking for a teammate. Gets it to Evan Brown. Brown going to attack middle painted area. Throws up a little floater. Hop step is good. And it's all Portland in this first quarter as they lead 16-5. DeCosta Ricks into the far right wing. Going to drive middle. Gets it over R.R.G. Crenshaw. Crenshaw gets into the painted area. Throws up a little runner. No good. Ball still alive. Pulled down from the Panthers. No. R.J. Crenshaw gets it. Ball's knocked loose. Waiting for a call. It's going to stay with the Green Wave. Active hands there from R.J. Crenshaw, who refused to give up on that play. Traverius Reed now going to inbound it for the Green Wave. Reed gets it over to Ricks. Ricks going to pull from deep. No good. Rebound. Portland. Foul. Isaiah Barr. Loose ball foul for the Green Wave, and it continues to go south for the Green and Gold in this first quarter. 
you know, we, we weren't able to call the two games on Saturday, but we were able to call the game at Siegel and kind of the same story, different day of the first quarter. They might not let us back, Austin. <laughs> JoJo Lyles into the front court, gets it over to Runyon. Runyon gets it to Calvert in the corner. Calvert back to Runyon. Runyon over to Lyles. They look content with trying to get the last shot of the first quarter. Calvert in the corner. Dribbles. Skips it over to West. West for three. No good. Rebounds. Loose. Pulled down by the Panthers. Ball still loose. Pulled down from the Panthers again. Just getting everything they want as JoJo Lyles gets to the cup for two. Just unnecessary there as Portland leads 18-5 after the first quarter. It seemed like Portland wanted it more in that, uh, that first eight minutes. Let's see if Gallatin can respond. And from up here, I, we can't hear, but you can see it in Coach Bobby Luna's face. It's awfully red, so you know he's getting in the in the tails of his boys. And and like you said, it seemed like Portland came to play, and so far it doesn't look like we have. And it's going to change. You know, it's, it's a tell of, of, of four quarters, and it, it always does. And we've just got to do the little things better. They're just simply outplaying us on I agree. all stages of the, of the game. I agree. I think the hustle is definitely there for Portland. Um, this game means a whole heck of a lot to a school like Portland. You know, uh, when you get to come down the ridge, play the big boys a little bit, uh, you, you know, you typically bring your A game. And, you know, these two teams, like I said, they go back a long, long ways to the two of the oldest schools in all of Sumner County. So, you know, this rivalry goes back a long time. You know, it's probably, it's probably World War One. As far back as it goes, if not, if not prior to that, I'm not. I mean, it's as serious as I can be. It's two of the oldest in the county, two of the oldest in the midstate. So anytime these two come together, it means a whole heck of a lot because at one point it was just these two schools. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of hatred for for these two schools for for years and years and years, and and I believe it's it's gone down a little bit. But you it know, has. once they get together, it seems like that rivalry is just sparked right back up. Portland going to get the ball to start the second quarter. They get it over to Skyler Hicks. Excuse me, Evan Brown. Brown gets it over to Runyon. Runyon gets it down low to Hicks. Hicks kicks it back out to Runyon for three. Top of the keys, no good. Pulled down by Kamari Watkins. Watkins gets it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr back over to Reed, who brings it into the front court, top of the key. Bar in the corner, gets it over to Crenshaw, top of the key, who gets it over to Devontae Harris, who's into the game for the first time this evening. Bar, far wing, gets it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Harris in the corner. Harris back to Bar, top of the key, looking for a shot. They can't get anything down low, can't get a wide open three. Offense kind of stale right now as Isaiah Bar now kicks it back to Traverius Reed for the open three. It's no good, pulled down by the Panthers. JoJo Lyles into the front court quickly, attacks, gets it over to his man who wasn't looking for it, gets it back out to Trace Run- Chase Runyon, top of the key, Runyon gets into the paint, no good, rebound Portland, pulled down, Skyler Hicks dominating this offensive glass for the Panthers who lead by 15. Simply just outplaying us right now. RJ Crenshaw gets it over to Harris, Harris to Reed, Reed to Barr, Barr, Harris and this Gallatin team just doesn't look like they know what they want to do right now. Crenshaw gets it to Reed, top of the key. Back to Barr. Barr over to Crenshaw, just playing a little swing swing game. Give it to him down low. Get something going down low. Let's go. Isaiah Barr, top of the key, gives it back to Crenshaw. This clock now continues to tick. Reed, give it to him. 
Gets it over to Barr. Barr for the corner three. It's no good. Pulled down by Portland. And it's all Panthers as Gallatin seems lost. JoJo Lyles into the front court. Gets it over to Evan Brown. Brown top of the key. Gets it over to his man Tristan Culver. Culver. Guarded by Devontae Harris. Picks up the screen. Colvert gets it over to JoJo Lyles. Ball knocked away by Isaiah Barr. Barr quickly into the front court. Attacks the basket. Up no good, but the foul. See if defense can't turn into offense here, Austin. Right. If that's what it takes and that's what it's going to take, we've we've been able to get quite a few deflections uh, on the defensive side. And if that's what it's going to take, and we're going to have to play up in each other's grills, and if that's what it's going to take, it's going to take that. So hopefully we can get these free shots right here. And I think I just did the radio jinx. Isaiah Barr up and in and out on his first one. Just kind of skipped out. Gallatin trailing 20-5. to 5.41 left to go in this first half. It's been all Portland. As Barr's second free throw is up and good. And it's not just made shots from the Panthers. It's the effort in which they are clearly showing. Clearly been better so far in this game. Like you said earlier, it looks like they won it more. Evan Brown going to slow walk this ball into the front court for the Panthers. Brown going to get it over to Thornton. Thornton gets it down to Runyon, top of the key, but Runyon traveled with it. Here another, we go. Another turnover for the Panthers. They don't have many. <laughs> and to our listeners, obviously we're pro Galton, but it's hard when, when we're down 20-6 to six in the second quarter. DeCosta Rick slow walks this one into the front court. He gets it over to Devo- Devontae Harris. Harris works middle, gives it back to Moore. Moore around the perimeter, right wing, gives it back to Harris, top of the key, who swings it back to Ricks. Ricks brings it between the circles. Dribbles with his left hand, gives it over to Harris. Harris, short wing corner, kicks it back out to Moore. Moore over to Zach Wakefield for three. No good. Rebound, Logan Hessen. Back out to Williams. Over to Wakefield. Back over to Ricks. Ricks corner three. No good. Ball still loose. Picked up by Logan Hessen. Hessen on the ground. Call for the travel. Just catch a break. Can't buy a bucket here in this first half. Had several good looks at it, but can't get anything to fall as Galton just with six points through 11 minutes of play as Evan Brown jogs his way into the front court for the Panthers. Brown gives it over Runyon. Runyon, top of the key. Tries to find the back cut. Gives it over to Brown. Brown working baseline. Has nobody. Cuts middle. He's got a man up and in. Will Hester cut toward the painted area. Caught it and made a tough contested two. Portland now 22-6 up, 4.24 to go in this first half. Marshall Hanson, Zach Wakefield now in the game for Gallatin as DeCosta Ricks tries to drop baseline, but he's cut off. Has to kick it back out to Logan Hessen. Hessen over to Wakefield. Wakefield to Hanson. Back to Moore, who now ended up back in Ricks' hands. But Moore's going to take the corner three. No good short. Pulled down by the Panthers. This first half woes continue. Will Hester quickly into the front court. Kicks it over to Braden Thornton. Thornton going to take the three. No good. Rebound to Costa Ricks. Ricks wants to run with it. He's got to pull it out. Gives it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore gives it back to Ricks. Ricks over to Wakefield. Wakefield to Hessen. Hessen looking down low. Trying. Excuse me. Hanson looking for Hessen down low. Hessen called for the foul. Going to take it out under the basket. Yeah, the big boy's working his tail off trying to get positioning down there. Marshall finally... 
attempted to get it down there and, and drew a foul. Zach Wakefield inbounding from under his own basket. Looking for a man. He's going to kick it out to DaCosta Ricks between the rings. Gives it over Marshall Hansen. Hansen going to kick it back over to Wakefield. Wakefield around the perimeter to Hansen. Hansen over to Hessen. Hessen back to DaCosta Ricks. Top of the key. Ricks kind of stumbles. Gets his balance. Cuts inside. Throws up a shot. Called for the walk. That's like you just heard from the student section. That is not a travel. Timeout on the floor, 324 to go in this first half. We're going to take a quick break. Portland all over Gallatin, 22-6. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on whinradio.com. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin. A family-owned business founded by three brothers, Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered. Welcome back here to Gallatin High School, Jerry Vradenberg Gymnasium. I'm Bobby Luna Court. Gallatin, it's been a tough first half. They've only got six points. They trail 22-6 to six with 324 to go in this first half. If you're wondering how we got here, Portland's not – they've shot the ball okay, but it's been the effort that the Panthers have delivered for in the first half, and that's why they lead 22-6 to six as they work this one into the front court. JoJo Lyles trying to get to the painted area. He does. Tough contested shot is good. DeCosta Ricks is going to bring it into the front court for the green wave. He's going to work middle. Ball poked away. Ball still loose. Ends up in Gallatin's hands. Costa Ricks gets it over to Traverius Reed. Reed in the corner trying to get low to Logan Hessen. He does. Count the foul. And one. Logan Hessen getting some much-needed dirty points down low. Zach, I said it before the game and still saying it now. We, we'll win this ball game down low in the paint. And that's, that's our first point. Our first points in the paint as Logan Hessen draws the foul, gets the bucket, misses the free throw. Portland working their way into the front court. No one picks up Tristan Calvert, but that ball swatted away. Maxwell Moore is having none of that. Foul. Portland called for the loose ball foul as DeCosta Ricks was pushing that one up to the floor. Two big blocks now for the Green Wave defense. You know, Zach, like you said, Portland's not shooting the ball that great. You know, obviously they're making more buckets than we are, but it's effort. I believe if we can match their effort in this last three minutes in the second half, we can make this thing a ball game in the fourth quarter. Maxwell Moore gets it down to Logan Hessen in the low block. Hessen kicks it back, to, back out to DeCosta Ricks for three. That ball's in and out. Ball's still loose. Man, it's been a tough, tough shooting shooting half for, for the Green Wave. Well, while I'm giving halftime stats at halftime, you go take the lid off of the Galton <laughs> bucket for us. Maybe they'll be shooting on the other end. It might open up since Portland has had no problem scoring in this first half. Panthers into the front court. Gives over to Will Hester. Hester trying to work right side. Finds JoJo Lyles on the cut. Lyles has the ball knocked away. Good hands. Degasa Ricks out with it. Ricks going to attack the paint. Goes up. Foul call blocking on the Panthers. They're not going to count that one. Not a continuation foul unlike last week at Siegel. Yeah, absolutely. We had to check the rule book to see if we were – in the NBA to <laughs> allow a continuation. Ricks will still take two shots there, though, because Portland now 
in the bonus. And you mentioned this last week, new rule. So two shots, two, no more one and one? Correct. Uh, each quarter is, is five fouls. Once you get five fouls, it goes to a double-double. You will no longer shoot one free throw unless it's an and one. So two SAA moving towards the what you would call the women's college uh, foul rule. Nikasha Ricks, first free throw, no good. Second free throw, good. 24-9, 209 left to go in this first half. Gallatin trying to stay with, within striking range. JoJo Lyles working into the front court for the Panthers. Gets it over to Tristan Calvert. Calvert guarded by Maxwell Moore. Ball poked away. Picked up by the Panthers. Mad grab for it. JoJo Lyles had a man open. He didn't give it to him. Now Panthers work the perimeter. Lyles going to take the three top of the way instead. No good. Rebound, R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks. Ricks pushes far right wing. Works middle. Ricks throws up a little floater. No good. Rebound, Portland. Tristan Calvert quickly into the front court, and the shooting woes continue. Calvert gets it over to Brown. Brown works into the middle. Throws up a runner. No good as Maxwell Moore pulls it down. DeCosta Ricks. Into the front court. Gets it over to Traverius Reed. Short corner. Reed over to Moore. Top of the key for three. In and out. In and out. Circled halfway down before popping out. Chase Runyon attacking on the other side. Attacking the basket. No good. Hard foul there from the green wave. Can't buy a bucket as shooting woes continue for this green wave team. We sound like a broken record, but uh, it's it's the truth. We can't buy a bucket. Chase Runyon to the line for two. Misses his first back iron. Too strong on that one from the 15-footer. Runyon dribbles twice. Spins. Sets. Fires. Rebound no good. Pulled down by Hanson. Hanson gets it over to Ricks. Ricks works quickly. Crenshaw. Crenshaw back to Ricks. Clock under a minute. Isaiah Barr, far wing. Barr, trying to work short baseline, pulls up a little eight-footer, no good. Rebound Portland. Tough shot there for Isaiah Barr as Panthers gets it over to Evan Brown in the front court. Brown nearly throws that one away. Ball back in the hands of JoJo Lyles. Lyles, between the circles, directs traffic. 27 seconds left in counting. Panthers up by 15. JoJo Lyles guarded by Isaiah Barr. Five-second call. Defensive five-second call is the call. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. I wasn't expecting to see that call as, as Lyles was dribbling it out to take the final shot, but we'll take it. Maybe we can hold for the final shot right here. R.J. Crenshaw kicks it into DeCosta Ricks. Ricks over to Isaiah Barr. Barr attacking basket. Throws up a runner. Good. Good Isaiah take. Barr flexing on him. Trying to get the three-point, old-fashioned three-point play as he cuts this one 24-11 with 12.9 seconds left to go in this first half. Put that foul in the book and sent him to the line. That was a that was a grown man take. You know, as Coach Luna mentioned, Barr is a transfer from Memphis Craigmont, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, he's got he's got a nice little jumper. He's got a nice little stroke. Barr connects on the three-point play. Waved down now by just 12. As quick foul picked up there by Devontae Harris, who picked up JoJo Lyles full court. 
Going to stop the clock with 9.8 seconds left. Devontae Harris going to guard Lyles closely. Instead, they give it over to Chase Runyon. Runyon into the front court. Has the ball knocked away. Loose ball picked up. Still Portland's ball. Runyon somehow puts up a floater. No good. If that kind of doesn't encapsulate the entire first half, I don't know what does. Chase Runyon had that ball poked away. Somehow ended up in the hands of a sitting Portland player who then got it back to Runyon. Short corner who pulled up for the 12-footer. Would have counted had he made it, but instead was too strong. And Portland carries a 12-point lead into the halftime break, 24-12. Don't go anywhere when we come back. First half analysis from Austin Miller. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. In search of a trustworthy, locally owned and operated roofing company? Look no further than Shrum's Roofing Company in Gallatin. A family-owned business founded by three brothers, Shrum's Roofing, one of the top residential and commercial roofing companies in Tennessee. Listen to this review from Joe J. This is a professional operation. It was impressive to watch the crew work. They take great pride to protect the customer's property and maintain an immaculately clean job site. So whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, Shrum's Roofing has all your needs covered, including a lifetime warranty. Call today for a free estimate. 615-657-4489. That's 675-4489. Or visit their website and fill out a service request at shrumsroofing.com. You'll be in great hands with Shrums Roofing in Gallatin. Shrumsroofing.com. Shrums Roofing. Proud to bring you the Sumner County High School Sports Report. This is Pete Weber, voice of the Nashville Predators. 
and you're listening to Sumner County High School Football on the WHIN Radio Network. We are back four minutes until third quarter starts here at Jerry Brady Merge Gymnasium. Of course, Gallatin High School, where they trail the Portland Panthers 24-12 in the first half that you could probably chalk up to as maybe not being ready for the opponent. Portland came out, and they hit hard, and they hit hard early. They jumped out to a big lead with, with a lot of effort plays. Austin is what we talked about off air uh, we won't get into the message uh, that maybe you heard at halftime, but needless to say, Bobby Luna very much upset with that first half, upset with the way his team played in that first half, upset, I think, with the way his team maybe took this one for granted a little bit. I know Portland doesn't maybe have the horses that, you know, you're used to facing, uh, but they came out and they wanted it tonight, especially in the, fir in the first half at least. Now, obviously, halftime, a chance to reset, um, a chance to kind of, you know, get back into this game and, and, and test Portland. You're only down 12. You know, for as bad as, as it may have been in the first half for Greenway fans, just a couple possessions and you're right back in it, Austin. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, these kids, they're high schoolers. They won two big games on Saturday. So, as I was in high school playing, you win a couple games, your confidence is going to go up. Yep. So, like you mentioned, overlooking your opponent, yeah, maybe. A little confident, yeah, maybe. Thinking it's a breeze walk, yeah, maybe. All these things can factor in, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you're playing. you got to get the job done at the end of the day because 
all these non-district contests is doing nothing but getting you ready for one of the toughest districts in the state, uh, I, I believe. And, and I believe we can we can be successful in the district this year, but we've got to take care of business in these games. Not only are they learning points and good games to get film from and, and learn from, but I'd much rather get a big win and learn from the mistakes than – then have an outing like we have right now, and like you said, not going to mention Coach, Coach Luna's speech, but as the ones listening, and the, as the ones that are here in the stadium, in the arena, it's you know it, he's frustrated. Yeah. The players are frustrated. I just hope they can come out and compose their frustration and come out and play basketball like they did at Siegel. It was just last week we were down 20 at half and we got it to four. We're only down 12. We can get this thing done. You got to believe. You got to see it happen before it happens. We'll be fine. Portland making their way onto the floor here. About a minute 26 until halftime. They're playing Dixieland Delight for the crowd in attendance. Sparse crowd tonight. Maybe it's still football season for a lot of these fans. But, you know, Bobby Luna, a few wins away from making history here. Well, not making history, I guess, because, you know, but making, well, I guess it is history in a sense, but not like it's never been done before. But he's making his own history. He's making himself, he's basically solidifying himself as a TWSAA Hall of Famer this year. So if you got a chance to come out and support these boys, I urge you to do so. In fact, honestly, come out and support the Lady Wave as well. Uh, Want to get them big crowds as well, not just supporting the men's, but we just happen to do only the boys' games. But still, come out and support the Lady Wave as well. Uh, as they got a big win tonight over Portland. Now now the boys trying to sweep the, the nightcap. Yeah, like you said, every game is history for Coach Bobby Luna as as he is working towards 500 here at Gallatin and, and 600 in his tenure. So so every, every win here on his own court is pretty special uh, as, as he got his first two wins on his own court Saturday, trying to make it the third of the year and, and send this team to three and one going into this not much needed Thanksgiving break, but maybe maybe a week full of practice because you know as well as I do, Coach Luna's gonna be practicing over Thanksgiving break uh, when he can. So just getting these boys prepared for when we do play district play. Gallatin going to get position to start the second half and we are underway. Costa Ricks now gets it over to RJ Crenshaw. Crenshaw works middle. Gets it over to Moore. Moore to Ricks. Ricks spins, goes baseline, throws up a tough shot. Foul is a call as Costa Ricks making his way towards the basket there. Got to take two free throws. Yeah, and with that first possession, they're already seeing uh, a better progression than what we did in the first half. Not passing as much, dropping the ball, and Take a foul and get two free shots. There was a sense of urgency on that first possession as DeCosta Ricks' first free throw up and good. Second free throw. Dribbles twice. Spins. Dribbles again. Sets. Fires. Off the front rim, but rebound. Logan Hessen. Loose foul. Nope. They're going to call over and back on Hessen there. I don't know about that over and back call. Logan Hessen being 6'2", 6'3". He just reached over a 5'11 kid and, and grabbed it himself, so... I don't know about that call. JoJo Lyles going to bring it into the front court, guarded by Traverius Reed. Lyles gets it over to Thornton. 
Thornton now works back middle. Hits the back cut. Chase Runyon. Runyon. Nice little play there as Portland scores two. 26-13. Gallatin quickly into the front court. Maxwell Moore looking. Gets it over to Reed. Reed to Ricks. Ricks to trying to get down low. Can't. Gets it back to Moore. Moore down to Hessen. Down low. Hessen. One dribble. Left hook is good. 26-15. 7.07 left to go in this third quarter. Nice move there by, by Logan Hessen. Portland working into the front court. JoJo Lyles doing a little dribbling. Gets it over to Runyon. Lyles now has the ball after the low Indeed. post cut. Indeed. Rebound to Gallatin. Ricks quickly pushes. He's looking down low. He's going to drop baseline. He's got a shot at the back, and he does. Two points for DeCosta Ricks. And the green wave, trim it to nine. Lyles slow walks it into the front court. He wants a screen from Chase Runyon. Gets it over to Will Hester. Hester has the ball knocked away. Traverius Reed knocking it away. Matt Overton getting in the way there from Traverius Reed trying to dive that one. I'm going to have to text Matt after the game. Text him and let him know. Get out of the way. Port <laughs> Portland gets it in. Has the ball knocked loose. Loose ball foul there on Reed. Right in front of Overton's face who makes the call. 6.6 to go in this third quarter. Portland leading 26-17. Panthers. Get the ball inbounds. Chase Runyon, top of the key. Picks up a screen on RJ Crenshaw. Throws up the little 12-footer. Good. Chase Runyon, nothing but net. 28-17 Portland. DeCosta Ricks quickly into the front court. Gets it to Barr, top of the key. Barr to Reed. Reed has to struggle to get that pass, but he collects it. Over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw back to Ricks. Ricks over to Reed, standing in front of Luna. Ricks over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw wants to drive baseline. Throws up the shot. Foul is the call. Blocking on Portland. Skyler Hicks trying to go up for the block. Gets all arm there and going to send Crenshaw to the line. They can't play with us down low. We, we've got him by three and four inches and great move by R.J. Crenshaw to drive, drive the baseline there and draw a foul for an opportunity at two free throws. R.J. Crenshaw connecting on his first 28-18, 5.54 left to go in this third quarter. Gallatin working their way back from what was a 12-point halftime deficit. Crenshaw spins, spins once, sets, fires, rounding in, back down to nine. Portland gets it into the front court quickly. JoJo Lyles pulls up 18-footer, good. JoJo Lyles just stepped into that one. No one stepped up. 18-footer is good as Costa Ricks pushes it into the front court. Goes middle. Pulls up 12-footer. No good. Rebound down to Portland. Ball's loose, though. Ends up in Gallatin's hands. They call a jump ball in favor of the Panthers. Kamari Watkins down low just being a man like he was on the football field this year. JoJo Lyles with the ball. Slow walks it. Guarded by DeCosta Ricks. Lyles gets it over to Hester. Far wing. Gets it back to Thornton, top of the key. Thornton picks up a, a screen. Ball poked away, ends up in Lyles' hands. Lyles, short corner. No good. Rebound to Costa Ricks. Ricks wants to run. 509 in county. Ricks gets it up to Barr, top of the key. Barr straight away. Three. Good. Isaiah Barr gets the friendly bounce. 
Greenway within eight, 30 to 22, 455 and counting in this third quarter. DeCosta Ricks gonna pick up JoJo Laws half court. Ricks trying to poke the ball away, he does. Ricks with the steal, on the loose, throws up the layup, no good, rebound, Isaiah Barr is there, he collects it, puts it in. Gallatin within six, 430 and counting. Great, great pursuit there from Isaiah Barr. JoJo Lyles into the front court, guarded by Ricks. Lyles trying to work middle, gets down low, wide open layup. Nice move there, JoJo Lyles. DeCosta Ricks now into the front court for the Green Wave. Wants a screen, gets the screen, gets it over Barr. Barr thought about a three, pulls it down, gets it over to Watkins. Watkins to Reed. Reed survey, gets it over to Ricks. Ricks takes the screen from Watkins. Over to Crenshaw on the corner. Crenshaw back to Reed. Over to Barr. He wants it again. Barr, three, no good. Tough shot there. Rebound, Portland. Will Hester has the ball knocked away by Barr. Barr, loose ball. What are they going to call? That'll be a jump ball. Jump, jump ball, ball is the call. Isaiah Barr. Bringing the energy in this third quarter. Trying to get these Greenway fans on their feet. Barr is going to take the inbounds. He gets it to Ricks. 3.50 and counting, third quarter. Gallatin, 24-32 trailing. Gets it over to Traverius Reed for three. No good. Pulled down by Chase Runyon. Portland gets it over to JoJo Lyles. Lyles walks his way into the front court. Lyles over to Braden Thornton. Thornton thought about a three. Pulls it down. Gets it over to Runyon. Runyon to Hester. Hester to Lyles. Top of the key, guarded by Ricks. Gets it to Chase Runyon at this charity strike. Loses the ball. Picked up by Gallatin. R.J. Crenshaw wants to push. Pulls it out. Gets it back to Traverius Reed. Reed going to set it. Give it over to Barr. Barr fakes a three. Gets to the middle. Throws up the runner. Good. Isaiah Barr has come to play in this third quarter. What a move. 32-26. Three minutes and counting. And Portland wants a timeout. You can hear the Green Wave fans cheering. They love the effort here in the third quarter as Gallatin trims their deficit to six. 32-26, 3-0-1 left to go in this third quarter. We're not going anywhere, so neither should you. Gallatin, or excuse me, Gall yeah, Gallatin assistant baseball coach and color, color analyst, Austin Miller, trying to get the student section in the crowd pumped. He's over here pointing at them. He's telling them they need to get into this game. They need some energy. They need to feed this floor. Man. It's a six-point game, and they're asleep over there. I need some defense chance. <laughs> this is a big possession. I need some defense chance. Austin trying to get the student section into this game. They've been quiet so far. Luna now sending his team out. Trying to just continue to chop at this deficit. Chop that wood as... Rutgers head coach Greg Schiano used to say. JoJo Lyles inbounds. Going to work into the front court guarded by Ricks. He gets past Ricks, gets to the cup, throws up the layup. No good. Pulled down by R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw into the front court. Kicks it over to Isaiah Barr in the corner. He wants another three. He throws it up. He got another three. Money! Nothing but net. Isaiah Barr. 32-29. Gallatin down by just three. Portland gets it into the front court immediately. Brayton Thornton down low. No good but the foul on Logan Hessen. Isaiah Barr in this third quarter 
He is lighting it up, not afraid to shoot it. Shoot it, and that time, tickling the twine. <laughs> tickling the twine, he did, baby. Seven points at the half, and he's up to 17 total in the game. Ten in the second half. Braden Thornton going to the line, connecting on his first free throw, putting the Panthers up by four, 229 in this third quarter. Turnaround here, third quarter for the Green Wave, who took that halftime message to heart. Braden Thornton, second free throw up and good. Portland back up by five. Gallatin quickly into the front court, into the hands of DaCosta Ricks. Ricks skips it over to Reed. Reed works middle, pulls it back out. Gets it a bar. Bar. Passes to Ricks. Ricks going to try to work middle. Kicks it out to Isaiah Bar for three. No good. Back iron. Too strong. That was a heat check there. That was a heat check. I don't blame him, though. Portland quickly into the front court. Gets it over to Tristan Colvert. Colvert to Braden Thornton. Thornton trying to get it to JoJo Lyles on the back cut. He does. Another backdoor cut for the Panthers. I've lost track how many they've hit tonight. Galton quickly into the front court. R.J. Crenshaw looking, finding Traverius Reed, who kicks it down to Logan Hessen in the low, low post. Logan Hessen's fadeaway jumper, no good. Pulled down by Runyon. Runyon going to yo-yo dribble it into the front court. Going to hand off JoJo Lyles. Lyles back to Runyon. Runyon wants a three. He's got a three in front of the Portland bench. Portland now on a run of their own. Up to up by 10, 39-29. DeCosta Ricks into the front court. Gets a screen. Kicks it over to Reed in the corner for three. No good. Rebound, R.J. Critchaw. Critchaw up and strong for two. Huge offensive rebound right there. Gallatin with the full court press. Quickly into the front court is... Chase Runyon, Runyon with the short little jumper. He connects. Portland back up by 10. DeCosta Ricks wants a screen from Logan Hessen. Top of the key, he gets it. He kicks it over to Reed in the corner. Reed to Barr. Barr gets to the basket. Somehow throws up the shot and the foul. Oh, my word. Isaiah Barr making it look easy out there. Pump faking. Dribble, sidestep, throw it sideways while still looking at the rim. Kiss it off the glass for two and the foul. Shoot we buddy. That was nasty. Isaiah Barr. These people have families. Isaiah Barr puts up his free throw. It's good. His third quarter continues as Gallatin now down by seven. 41-34, 41 seconds and counting. Will Hester breaks the full court trap. Portland has numbers. They gets it over to Colvert in the corner for three. Connects. Portland with an answer again. Every time Gallatin hits them, they got an answer to respond. DeCosta Ricks pulls up three. No good. Logan Hessen with the offensive rebound. Kicks it over to Barr in the corner. Barr gets it back to Reed. Reed over to Ricks. Ricks, top of the key. No good. Rebound Portland. And this momentum starting to fall away. Portland just with an answer every single time for what Gallatin throws at him. Credit the Panthers. These two teams play in a couple days. Anxious to see if the second one is just as, you know, like this one. You know, and, and I like games like these back and forth, but a better outing from us in the, in the first half, and we've got us a... Uh, 
a darn good ball game as, as we do now. Portland going to try to get the last shot. JoJo Lyles into the front court. He's all over with the ball. Jump ball is the call. He's going to stay with Portland. He was having a hard time dribbling that one. Gallatin comes in, ties it up. And with 1.3 seconds, Portland will inbound it with a chance to hit the last shot of the quarter. They get it over to Will Hester in the corner. Three, no good. As that one bounces off the top of the basket. And at the end of the third quarter, Gallatin in trouble, leading 44-34. Don't go anywhere. You listen to Green Wave Basketball on the WHIN Radio Network. Welcome back here to Gallatin High School where the Green Wave Trail 44-34 to the Portland Panthers. you got eight minutes to decide a winner here. Gallatin trying to sweep this non-conference matchup. Lady Wave picking up the victory earlier over the Lady Panthers. Now Gallatin fighting like heck to win this one. The first half was down by 12. Third quarter started out great but still down by 10. So... It all comes down to these final eight minutes as Gallatin gets it in. The Costa Ricks, top of the key. Gets it to the corner to Javarius Reed. Reed to Watkins to Barr. Barr, back to Reed. Reed going to drive baseline, kicks it over to Watkins. Watkins, pump fake, gets to the basket. Going to pass it off to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw going to step on the baseline, out of bounds. Turnover, Gallatin. JoJo Lyles content with walking this one up to the front court. He's picked up, of course, by the Costa Ricks at the mid-stripe mid line. Gets it over to Chase Runyon. Runyon loses it, but gets it over to his teammate Evan Brown. Brown calmly works his offense, picks up, from, picks up a screen on Chase Runyon, but Brown throws it out of bounds. Turnover Portland. Crenshaw going to inbound it to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks setting up the offense. Going to get it over to Kamari Watkins. Lazy pass stolen by Chase Runyon. Runyon out on the break. Layup no good. Rebound Chase Runyon. Throws it back up and good. Lazy pass. Lazy rebounding. And the Panthers lead by 12. Ricks. Walks it into the front court. Kicks it over to Isaiah Barr in the corner for three. That ball short. Rebound to Chase Runyon. And the Panthers have all the control. JoJo Lyles gets to the middle of the bucket. Throws up a wild shot. It's no good. Pulled down by R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw up towards the basket. Layup no good. Rebound to Various Reed. Reed goes back up. Two points off the offensive glass. Wave down by 10 as Portland gets it in. Gallatin student section now chanting 
for the Green Wave. Better late than never. Finally, it, it took a couple text messages to my baseball players to fire them up. Tristan Calvert working the op, op, offense for Portland. Gets it over to Will Hester. Hester going to fake one way, give it back over to Calvert. Corner three, in and out. No good. Rebound to Crenshaw. Crenshaw gets it to Ricks. Ricks going to throw it ahead to Kamari Watkins. Watkins. Go up, big fella. Misses the layup. Gets his own offensive rebound. Foul on the play. And Watkins will go to the line to shoot two. Nice pass there from DeCosta Ricks. Watkins threw up a shot. Missed it. Got his own rebound and then fouled. On his way back up, we'll shoot two. These are two big free throws right here, Zach. Watkins dribbles twice. Sets. Fires. Good. First free throw is good for Watkins. As Maxwell Moore checks in the game for the Green Wave. Out goes R.J. Crenshaw. Kamari Watkins looking for his second free throw. Puts it up. Puts it in. 46-38, 5.48 to go in this game. Chase Runyon going to slow walk it into the front court. He's going to be picked up by Isaiah Barr. Runyon gets it over to Wiles. Wiles reaching foul on Moore there. Reaching in on Skyler Hicks. Hicks posted up high, low, 18-footer. Moore reached in and was called for the foul. Maxwell Moore been in foul trouble this whole game. Zero points. And I believe that's his fourth foul. Can't get into a rhythm as Portland gets it in. The ball nearly knocked away. Loose ball foul, though, called on DaCosta Ricks. Evan Brown to inbound it. Brown going to run the offense. Garzette guarded. Gets it backdoor cut to JoJo Lyles, but offensive charge is the call. R.J. Crenshaw stepping in to take that one. You know, you, you practice taking charges from, the, from a young age. Set your feet, fall straight back. R.J. Crenshaw done just that, and we got the call. This is a big possession right here for the Green Wave. R.J. Crenshaw, or excuse me, DeCosta Ricks going to bring it into the front court. Gets it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr. Shot fake. Pulls it back down. Gets it to Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw fakes baseline. Gives it back up to Ricks on the perimeter. P Ricks to Reed. Reed pump fake. Gets into the paint. Throws up the runner. No good. Back iron. Too strong. Pulled down by the Panthers. Chase Runyon picked up by Crenshaw. Runyon creating contact on his way to the basket. Offensive charge is the call. He was, he was out of control there. He was. He was. And... Kamari Watkins was there and, and took the charge, but like you said, he was out of control, just banging into bodies like a little pinball machine. Starting with that leading forearm, he was just kind of throwing it into the Gallatin defenders as DeCosta Rick's going to let this ball roll all the way up to the mid-stripe line, five minutes and counting. Over to Reed. Reed gets the screen, throws up the 18-footer, no good. Pulled down by R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw gets it back to Reed. Reed over to Ricks. Ricks surveying, looking, trying to break down this defense. Gets to the paintball tie up there. Nope, walk is the call. As JoJo Lyles ties up DeCosta Ricks. And another turnover for the Green Wave. Portland 
content with walking this one into the front court. JoJo Lyles has that ball knocked away, though. Ends up in the hands of DeCosta Ricks. Ricks wants to push all the way to the basket. Foul on DeCosta Ricks, who will shoot two free throws to stop this clock. Now, I like DeCosta's style of play. You know, he he's a very good ball handler. He can shoot it from deep. He can shoot it from mid-range. What I like most about him is being a, a, a smaller guard, you could say, he's not afraid to go down low against them big fellas. We saw that last week against guys who were 6'6 and 6'7. Missed free throw there. Crucial free throws as we come down the stretch, especially with the, the clock stopped. Every point matters. Costa Rick, second free throw up and good. 46 39, 429 left. Gallatin going to pick up full court. Ricks going to pick up Lyles. Past the half, halfway mark. Lyles into the front court. Gets it over to Hester. Hester to Brown. Brown to Colvert in the corner. Colvert fakes the three. Back to Runyon. Portland probably content with running as much clock off this time as they can. And another backdoor cut. Can't convert for Portland there. But goodness gracious, Austin. Goodness gracious, Austin. Can't box out. They missed a wide open layup, and it's it's the only offense that they that has been effective for Portland. It is a simple get it to your guard, top of the perimeter, and have your guy corner jab out and then back door, back door cut, and it's been open all game long. As Portland now gets it in possession, Wiles into the paint, throws up a 12 footer, no good. Rebound, Ricks. Ricks rips it down into the front court quickly. 46-39, Portland. Ricks gets into the paint, throws up the shot, no good. Fighting for his own rebound, he can't pull it down. Instead, ends up in the hands of Portland. Portland into the front court. Chase Running going to have to pull it out. Gets it down low to JoJo Lyles. Lyles up and in, that's too easy. That's just lazy defense, not getting back. DeCosta Ricks gets it over to Kamari Watkins. And Gallatin wants a timeout to talk about it. 48-39. We're going to take a break as well. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on WHIRadio.com. Welcome back here to Gallatin High School, Jerry Vradenberg Gymnasium, Portland leading 48 to 39, 326 left to go in this fourth quarter. And just that when you thought Gallatin was inching back into the game, Portland has responded each and every time, getting easy buckets at the basket, getting stops on defense. And here they sit with a nine-point lead with 326 left to go in this fourth quarter, Austin. We got to make something happen now. Being down nine. Bucket right here and a couple stops, and we're, we're right back in this thing. Ricks gets a screen from Kamari Watkins at the top of the key. Watkins over to Barr. Barr to Crenshaw in the corner. Ricks over to Watkins. Watkins to Reed. 
Reed takes the screen, gets Crenshaw. Crenshaw trying to get middle of the floor. Has that ball poked away. Ends up in the hands of DaCosta Ricks. Ricks gets it over to Watkins. Back to Ricks. He's going to pull ahead straight away. Three. Good. DaCosta Ricks nailing a big one. 48 42, 255 to go. JoJo Lyles picked up by Ricks. Crosses over. Has the ball poked away, but retains possession. Gets it over to Hester. Hester looking for Runyon. Runyon. Good hands. Ball right. poked away. Body foul there on R.J. Crenshaw. It seems like we make a bucket and we get back on defense and we just get beat. We, we foul. We make a wide open shot. Leave the back door lane open. JoJo Lyles has it short corner. Trying to back down Ricks. He does. He throws up the shot. Gets his rebound. Rebound. Ball just ended up perfectly in the right place for Lyles to go back up with it. And the Panthers now back up by eight. As Ricks pushes into the front court, Reed over to Watkins. Watkins to Ricks. He's going to pull corner three. He got it. The Costa Ricks, 50 to 45, 215 and counting. Don't let that man get hot. The Costa Ricks trying to pick up full court. Ball poked away. Foul is the call. Two shots for the Panthers. Is this fourth quarter starting to get physical? Trying to, trying to make a play on the ball. Gets a little too much body as he goes for the steal. And as the new TMSWA foul calls, it's here. Five fouls, two shots. JoJo Lyles for two. First free throw, no good. Off back iron, too strong. 50-45, to 2.09 left to go in this fourth quarter. JoJo Lyles with his second free throw attempt. Puts it up and puts it in. Six-point lead. Ricks gets it into the front court. Picks up a screen from Kamari Watkins. Ricks going to get to the paint. Going to kick it out to Isaiah Barr in the corner for three. Good! Isaiah Barr! Bottom! Sweet chin music. 51-48. 150 and counting. JoJo Lyles guarded by Crenshaw. You can hear the chants. Lyles. Gets to the That's paint. He gives it over to his teammate, Will Brown, who misses. Offensive rebound to Portland, but it's swatted away by Crenshaw. Quickly to Ricks. Ricks wants to push. Gets to the paint. Throws up a wild shot. No good. Rebound Watkins. Watkins puts it up and puts it in. 51-50. 1.29 left to go in this fourth quarter. And the Green Wave have stormed back into this basketball game. Timeout on the floor. 129 left to go. Don't go anywhere. This is Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. Welcome back here to Gallatin High School, Jerry Vradenburg Gymnasium, where we all of a sudden have a nail-biter on our hands. Portland leading 51-50, have been in control of this entire basketball game. But a great fourth quarter from DaCosta Ricks. Isaiah Barr and company has the green wave within striking distance, down by just one. 129 left to go in this fourth quarter. Portland basketball out of the timeout. I, I expect us to come out in a full court pressure right here. In an instance like this, you've got to pressure him to make a turnover. 
Just don't give up anything easy or behind you. And Gallatin does come with the full court press. They get it into Chase Runyon, who gets it over to Thornton, who gets it into the hands of JoJo Lyles. Lyles picked up by Ricks. Past the halfway point. Lyles over to Thornton. Thornton has the ball poked away. Ball loose. Ends up in the hands of Thornton. Jump ball is the call. Going to stay with the Panthers. Seems like they have gotten every jump ball call so far. It does. I think the clock operator may have forgotten to switch it over a time <laughs> or two. Come on, Bill Davis. Portland. Inbounding from under their own basket. Lyles gets it up to Hester. Hester going to hand back to Lyles. He wants a three. He's got a three. Big shot, JoJo Lyles. 106 to go. Gallatin down by four. Wide open three for 35, and he connected. DeCosta Ricks into the front court. Going to try to cut middle. Has that ball poked away. Ends up in the hands of R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Reed. Over to Ricks. Corner three. Straight away. Good. Money. From downtown. DeCosta Ricks. Connects. His third of this quarter. And Gallatin. Back within one, 54-53, 46 le seconds left to go. We're not going anywhere. We're staying right here, Austin. They done let that man get hot. Portland cheerleaders, Gallatin cheerleaders on the floor to get these crowds pumped up, but they don't need to do much because these crowds are this crowd is already in it. Austin mentioned Portland bringing their own student section. They've got the wayside purpled out, green side. I'll be honest with you. Need a little more from you, Gallatin. I'm, I'm your radio guy this year, so you're going to hear it from me. I'm your play-by-play -play man, so I'm going to say it. I need more from you. Next time the Green Wave come back, I need these stands completely full. Listen, we're up top. We're, we're on top of the track. And they, they asked me, why do you want to be on top of the track? Why don't you want to be in the stands? And I said, because I don't want to take away seats from our fans. And so, hey, either I'm going to end up in the stands calling the games or you guys are going to pack it out next time we're here. So hopefully you will do just that and pack it out for the Lady Wave and the Green Wave as Portland and Gallatin now coming out of the timeout. Portland going to inbound it. It's going to be Brayden Thornton. Gallatin having some success with the full court press, wondering if they'll, they will. They'll come out in it. 50 seconds left to go in this ball game. Portland trying to get it in. He does to Will Hester. Hester going to work sideline. Gets it over to Lyles. Lyles nearly has it knocked away. Lyles got a free reign to the middle. 15-footer pull-up good. JoJo Lyles connects. 15-footer. He had it wide open. He just pulled up and knocked it in. 56-53. DeCosta Ricks, 30 seconds of counting into the front court. Ricks trying to get to the cup. He does. Foul on the floor is the call. Because it stops this clock with 30 seconds left. These are two big free throws right here coming for... Mr. Ricks. Gallatin trying to steal this one. Number 12 for Portland has fouled out. Will Hester fouling out. In comes Evan Brown. Hester ends the day with, with four points for the Panthers. Ricks with two big free throws here. Down by three. 30 seconds left. Rick's first free throw up and good. 56-54. Zach, like you said, we need more from the Green Wave crowd. The, the Portland crowd has traveled and 
they are way louder than, than the Greenway tonight. Ricks, second free throw up. In and out, no good. Rebound over to Portland. Ball's loose, picked up by Barr. Barr picked up the free throw. Had the ball knocked away, but loose ball foul call instead. And Portland going to retain possession. Portland content with holding this one with 20 seconds left. JoJo Lyles going to be fouled. Gallatin fans did not like that call at all. As Isaiah Barr had the ball knocked loose, looked like he was fouled, but instead they called traveling on Barr to give it to Portland and essentially help the Panthers try to seal this one up by two. 18 seconds left, JoJo Lyles, two free throws. First one is up and good. Panthers now up by three. Lyles going to try to make this technically still a one possession game. Lyles second free throw up and no good. Rebound is alive. Jump ball is the call. Should be the call. It is the call. And it's going to be Gallatin's ball the first time it ends up in Gallatin's hands, Austin. Yeah, first jump ball that's went our way it seems like this whole game. Gallatin with the chance to tie. 16.6 seconds left. Down by three. 57-54. Full court pressure by, by Portland. R.J. Crenshaw to inbound. Gets it to Isaiah Barr, who's going to get it to Ricks. 14 seconds of counting. Ricks going to push it into the front court. Down by three. Timeout Gallatin. They're going to talk about it. With 8.6 seconds left to go in this game, Bobby Luna upset with the foul call there to essentially give Portland an extra point and the possession. That's a tough call, tough spot to be in. Yeah, tough, tough call. And man, it it caused a walk, and, and Isaiah Barr got. I'm gonna say he got molested. He had the ball and it almost knocked him down. And you know it's a bad call when you got fans on the front row that step out onto the court. <laughs> I saw it. I don't know if you did. They had to get back pretty quick, but either way, we've got a chance to tie this game up and send it to overtime. Gallatin talking about it here. Gonna see what they draw up. But regardless of how this plays out, what a what a game from Portland. They came in here, they punched Gallatin in the mouth early. They met Gallatin couldn't respond. They couldn't buy a bucket in the first half. They played very hard. They played very well. They find themselves up by three. It's why they find themselves up by three. But give credit to Gallatin. They they fought hard. They've clawed their way back into this one when things weren't going their way. That's a tough call there to go against the Greenway, but nevertheless, they've got a chance to tie it here with 8.6 seconds left. Down, 57-54. R.J. Crenshaw trying to get it in. He does to Ricks. Ricks gets it over to Reed. He's going to pull along three. No good. And Chase Runyon going to come down with it. And that's going to do it, I believe. There is a foul call. Not sure if they're going to put any time left, but... And that's going to end the game as Portland going to come into Gallatin and shock the Greenway 57-54 as the Gallatin players cannot believe it. Losing to the Panthers 57-54. But give credit to Portland. They came in here. They did 
what no one thought they could do. They come in here. They punch Gallatin in the mouth early. They survived all the haymakers from the Green Wave late in the second half. And they walk away with a big victory, a hard-fought victory, and one that should serve them well moving forward for their season. But for Green Wave fans, this is certainly a disappointing outcome, a missed opportunity to get an easy win early. Listen, I know you're not thinking about Bobby Luna wins to 600, but this is one preseason you're thinking, okay, this should be a win to help get us closer to that milestone. But as it's, as it's shown, no win is ever guaranteed. No win is ever easy. And you have to always bring your A game, especially in a game against a Sumner County foe like Portland. So maybe this this will serve the Green Wave better moving forward. You know, sometimes it's better to learn from a loss than it is to try to learn from a win. And maybe if Gallatin walks away and gets this victory, they, they think that, oh, we can play like this moving forward. It's fine. We can still get wins. We can turn it on late. But in reality, you can't do that. And maybe you learn that a little bit easier in a loss because there's nothing good to fall back on. It's, hey, we still lost this game despite doing all these good things in the second half. And it's because of our play in the first half. It shows right then and there you have to play four quarters of basketball. And if you don't, you can get beat on any given night, Austin. You, uh, you summed it up well. You summed up everything I was going to say. Just kind of touch on it. Being down 12 at half, that, that's hard to come back by, especially the way that Portland was playing. I condone how Galton came out and gave it a lot more effort than what we did in the first half. And Truthfully, if, if we'd have came out in the first half playing like we did in the second half, I believe we would have ran away with this game as, as the offense was working better, defense was, was better. But all credit to Portland for, for showing up and, and playing a, a heck of a game Jojo Lyles is tonight. He looked like a grown man amongst boys. He's he's out here with with 23 points, and Chase Runyon comes out with 16 points. So that's two guys that just led the way for Portland all night long. And not only did Jojo Lyles lead the way for Portland scoring, but he hit some big shots. He hit that big three up by one. He hit a big free throw. Uh, he, he had a big pull up 18 footer jumper. JoJo Lyles hit some big shots for Portland tonight, so I don't want to gloss over that at all because for all intents and purposes, he won that game for Portland. I yeah. mean, he was he was their go-to guy late, and, uh, you know, he made Gallatin pay whenever they left him open. So, uh, tough loss, but, you know, it's early, a chance to rebound. And Austin, this is our last home game for a while, at least until next month. Of course, happy Thanksgiving to everybody's Thanksgiving week. Hope you hope you have a great Thanksgiving with your family on Thursday. Hope you get to eat all the good food that you want. Hope you get to see family maybe you haven't seen in a while. Get to get to fellowship and cherish in, in the good times and and uh, gather around the table before uh, you know saying grace and, and and you know eating that good bird. But four games, Austin on the or excuse me, three games, Austin on the road. We got at Lebanon uh, on November 28th, I believe that is uh, next Tuesday. And then Thursday at Portland, so against this Portland Panthers team. And then December 5th at Hunter's Lane. But then we're back here December 8th against Stewart's Creek. So an opportunity to put some wins together if you're Gallatin. Also, if you're not careful, an opportunity to collect some losses. If You know, Lebanon's not going to be easy. Portland show, they're not going to be easy. We don't know what Hunter's Lane has to offer, but they're a metro school. Probably got some athletes out there, so... Um, Hopefully practice this week for Gallatin is, is hard. It's tough, and hopefully they learn something from it because tonight, just a tough loss. Yeah, and these next four games, I mean, it's a big test. Yeah. So, um, 
other than that, wanna wanna hit on real quick Isaiah Barr coming in clutch for the Green Wave today, uh, with with 23 points leading the way, and DeCosta Ricks having a, a great fourth quarter, coming out with 15 points. But as the fans exit the uh, exit the gym and and the Portland Panthers are are celebrating this win, can't wait to be back on the air uh, with you, Zach, next Tuesday as as we head down the road, head down 109 to uh, take on the Blue Devils, but. For all the fans that are listening, it's always great to be a Green Wave, and we'll see you guys next Tuesday. For Austin Miller, I am Zach Womble. You've been listening to the Green Wave Basketball on the WHI Radio Network. We'll see you next week on the road at Lebanon. You've been listening to a special Sumner County High School sports presentation. Live and streaming worldwide on WHINradio.com. WHIN Radio, your local Sumner County high school sports broadcast leader.